0: There's no sort of algorithm where if somebody shows up and doesn't have $10 million in the bank, we're not going to work with you. It's absolutely not that. We want to work with the right partners that are bringing on something new, have the resources to do that, have the technology to do that, have the experience. You know, it's really, it's a a conversation. It's a balancing act. And we want to make it fun.
1: So I'm pleased today to be here with Mike Kavanaugh. He is the Vice President of InsurTech Growth at Boost. Welcome, Mike.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: You know, Mike, Boost is an interesting organization, um, you know, folks in the InsurTech community probably are familiar, but for those who may not be, can you um, maybe tell us a little bit about Boost and your role and, and, and kind of how you got to where you are today?
0: Yeah. So- Boost is, it's an interesting model in that, I don't know if for those that are in the insurance industry or those that are around it, they probably realize that it's very antiquated. It's very an old industry. It's very, there's a lot of barriers of entry. Um, Hasn't really been updated in the last 300 plus years. So that's something we've been trying to work on. And really where Boost fits into the mix is trying to make it more accessible. You know, we try to remove those barriers of entry for organizations that want to sell new coverage. They want to create new policies. You know, that could be traditional insurance intermediaries like your agents and brokers or non-insurance companies like, you know, companies that are selling pet pet goods, uh, telemedicine for, for pets, whatever. Amazing thing you can think of these days. There's probably a way you can get insurance involved. I mean, really where I fit into the mix in my current role is I'm tasked with bringing on new partners. Uh, my background before I joined Boost, I was a broker for 12 years um, and national wholesaler, uh, Berkshire Hathaway Company. Um, i would led pretty much the, the new business team, led all production and carrier relationships. For 12 years, I was there and I focused on professional management liability. Uh, My specific focus, though, is tech and cyber, because my background before I got into insurance, because I actually meant to get into insurance. I have an insurance degree, but before I got into that, my background was computer science, which really led me towards the cyber, technology, insure tech, uh, and
1: boost. Going back to sort of what boost is, so in this model, is it with some of the, like, what's the mix between kind of you know, industry outsiders or non-traditional companies offering insurance versus maybe someone, you know, who has an idea, who's worked in the industry, has an idea. But rather than sort of going through the process of setting up all the infrastructure required to get to market, just, you know, wants a boost and wants to maybe get there faster and working with a partner who's kind of put all those pieces in place um, as a platform.
0: Yeah, right now we're pretty heavily leaning towards the insure tech and insurance space. Most of our partners either are are, are already in, you know, the business of selling insurance or they have a great idea um, for how to make something unique. Take, you know, cyber MGAs. They're always a good example because they want to sell cyber, but they want to put a different spin on it. Right. They focus so much time on that spin that we really solve for X in that equation. We we give them access to that insurance because we've created a program. We've pinned down all the things they need to worry about to create it, to spin it up through their platform. I'd say insuretech makes up about 70% of what we're doing right now in insurance, I should say. But the non-insurance entities are a minority. But for now, we want to work to kind of diversify that and make it about 50-50 split to really meet consumers where they want to be met.
1: And And... How has the experience changed maybe for someone who, you know, wants to bring that product to market now versus when Boost first started? Like, how has that platform evolved?
0: Yeah, so it's, we've gotten much better at it, implementing it. Um, <laughs> We can get people up and running in as little as two weeks. And part of that is because we have built the suite of products. The idea is to create almost like a library of products where people can just pull them off the shelf and say, hey, I want startup management liability and I want to put it in here and it can fit in the front end. And I want pet insurance, renter's insurance, cyber, Bob, whatever it is, if we've already created the product and the partner, you know, it makes sense with the partner, we can spin them up where we have definitely gotten better is better understanding of where our partners are coming from. We have a lot of people that are looking to expand their products to add additional revenue streams, right? They're already you know, in the marketplace. They're already successful, but they want to capture some of that business they're, they're shedding just because they don't write pet or renters. Right. We also have companies that have just raised you know, a bunch of money. Somebody just gave them a $5 million check and now they actually need to go and get it done. Uh, that's right. really where this fits into the mix. We can help that with that proof of concept. We can help, you know, leverage the technology that they have spent a lot of money building so they can you know, start generating that insurance revenue.
1: How does someone stay differentiated if they're leveraging you?
0: That's a big thing we try to tackle in-house because we have the capacity, the actuarial team, the claims team, the legal compliance. We are constantly updating our forms and endorsements. We're constantly working with our partners. And we very much emphasize the term partners, not to kind of like do that whole thing, but we, we treat all of our partners as that. We want their feedback. These are their shorts, because at the end of the day, we are in the background. Nobody knows who Boost is in an ideal world. This is white labeled as their product, so they're getting the feedback. It's their book of business, and we work with them to create a better product.
1: And 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 so, how is the risk typically shared between you know the partner on the front end, you in the middle, and then you know the capacity provider on the back end?
0: So, yeah, I mean, the reinsurers, we work with State National as our front and carrier right now. We have a couple other different relationships, but the primary front is State National. The reinsurance facility bears all the risk in the background. So the partner, it's that traditional MGA relationship where the partner doesn't have to bear any risk. Boost is not involved in that aspect of it, but it's really working with the right reinsurers who want to see this type of business. So we can diversify the type of business um, with those reinsurers
1: do you think of yourself as a portfolio manager in a way and, and and sort of how do you choose what partners you want to work with and and uh you know where 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 you want to spend your your time as an organization
0: yeah i mean we focus on working with the partners that you have a good idea right it's somebody who has a good idea somebody who has that plan of action to go out there and you know look at the industry from a different angle um we don't really consider them to be like a portfolio company. We look at them as just a partner that we work with to really kind of help them grow their business.
1: It would it would seem like from from kind of where where you sit, you you might be able to observe some of the trends in the industry, or you know maybe w- where people are uh, focusing attention. So, are there any things in particular as as we're kind of uh, you know stepping into twenty twenty two here that that you see as, as particular trends for this year?
0: Yeah, I think the the name of the game is becoming embedded, right? I mean, the idea is that, and there's a lot of companies out there that have been tech forward for a long time. And most, for the most part, they're just digital agencies, right? Digital brokers. And they've moved something that was, you know, your, your brother-in-law had a shop around the corner, had access to some other carriers, moved it online, they have an app. Basically... Again, bringing the world towards that mix and being accepted for that product. Now what we're seeing is a move towards an embedded platform, whether that is with an insurance company that has a chat bot. uh, Says, hey, by the way, I know you're here for auto-owned homeowners. Do you want renters? Fill in your name and address. Boom, here's your renter's quote. Finding different ways and automation involved into the distribution.
1: So I, I in a previous episode, I had Andy Riron, who you know started uh, digital partners for, for Munich. and And so how might you compare and contrast what you guys do versus what you know their approach was, or others maybe who you know have an incubator model or you know an accelerator model or something like that?
0: Yeah I think, I think what makes us different is that we are full stack. Right. We don't bear into the risk, so I won't say full 95% stack, if you will. So we have a lot of competitors that might say, all right, here's the Chub product and here's our platform. Oh, you want the Chub product? Let's yeah, you know, let's mix it in there. Or hey, oh, you want to create a product, you have to go out and get your own capacity. Like it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, people are it, tagging attacking it from different angles. I think Boost is the first one to make it very much that insurance as a service where we handle all aspects of it.
1: And, and and in terms of that you know ninety that platform that does cover ninety five percent how have you guys decided what you know what you build versus what you buy and how you integrate all that together so it is seamless in the way you describe.
0: We always default to build. Really, that's really where we come into the mix. Um, we have built everything. All the technology is ours. We own every line of code. The products are ours. Um, that allows us some freedom. And a better understanding of what it is we are actually selling.
1: Maybe just in the last couple of minutes that, that we have, you could elaborate on your decision making process a little bit or provide some advice to folks who are, you know, seeing the innovation but 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 you know, maybe are wondering, should I take the leap or what might be the best way to, to approach it?
0: It's a big decision. I think the, I have, luckily, I had a lot of friends because I did focus on the cyberspace and that was one of the first types of products to go in SureTech on the commercial side. I talked to a lot of people, right? And the general consensus was like, it's really rewarding. You get to see some really cool stuff, some unique things, different angles, bring in, you know, thought process from different industries. Um, and it really led me to take the leap because I valued that. I just talked to some friends and I got their opinion. And the general consensus was, hey, man, why not?
1: Yeah. No, and I think I try to, I also try to tell people, you know, people think of the risk of making a move. You know, I think with the way the industry is trending in the world in general with digitization, you know, you need to think of the risk of not making a leap.
0: The point about making that leap is something that I try to share with a lot of uh, people, a lot of younger people that I meet. I'm very much involved in like St. Joe's university and Lloyd's of London brings me in to talk to some of their younger brokers and that kind of stuff. That's the general sentiment. It's a great point that you made. It's a great point that people should hear that you know there are these opportunities for alternative entries into the industry. I think it's a great industry. It's always going to be growing. I'm very much an insurance nerd. So I speak from, from that perspective, but now, I mean, it's definitely a great way to take a leap and to tackle something different within the industry that you already like, love, failure you know, fell into like most people what have you but yeah that, that's really where my stance is i like to share that all the time
1: yeah awesome great well hopefully we can get that message out there as part of this podcast but uh, we definitely need more folks like you getting the word out there thanks very much it's mike Kavanaugh. he is the vice president of insurtech growth at boost and thanks for being on thanks for having me